sprain. Philip had deserved better. They had deserved better. Michael only hoped that they still did. Stacy, sweetheart, you're going to have to get up soon. I've pulled as many strings as I could, but the cleanup crew is doing our side of the street tomorrow. We can't stay here while they're checking for contamination. They shouldn't have been allowed to stay for as long as they had. Michael had called in favors with the school administration, the mayor, and even the governor, who regarded the Masons as genuine heroes of the Rising. The Masons had fortified their Berkeley neighborhood, turning it into a safe haven for survivors. The Masons had run complicated rescue operations that fanned out across Berkeley, Albany, and even Oakland, saving literally hundreds of survivors before the infected became too prevalent to allow for further attempts. The Masons had kept the lights on and the stomachs of their people full, thanks to good resource allocation and knowing how to work within their means. Out of all the small survivors' enclaves when the government was actually able to start stepping in and saving people, theirs had been among the largest, the most functional, and the least chaotic. Through it all, Michael's voice had been going out to the world every night, first over the internet, and then over the radio, when the local ISPs went down. He had spoken to the city, and to anyone outside the city with a good enough antenna. He had promised them that they were stronger than this crisis. He had told them what to do. Stacy had been too busy during those dark days to do her own broadcasts, but he had included a segment called Stacy's Survival Suggestions in every other show. The number of people who had come up to him since the barricades came down to tell him that those survival suggestions had genuinely saved their lives, it was staggering. Thousands of people were still alive because of him and because of his brilliant wife, who had proven to be a genius where surviving the living dead was concerned at least until the day the tanks and military convoys had rolled into Berkeley and they had been ordered to stand down. He would never forget watching Stacy take the reports from her scouts, who had been following the movement of their rescuers through the city. She had looked so confident then, square-shouldered and tan under the cruel midwinter sun. Philip had been in the ground for three years, buried deep, but never forgotten. Michael had looked at his wife, and then at the soldiers who were fanning out over the street, and thought, We did it. We survived. Three months later, he was no longer quite so sure. Stacy's strength had been the strength of a thing under immense pressure, so compacted that it could no longer show the cracks. When the pressure had been removed, she had fallen apart. Stacy, sweetheart, I need you to wake up now. He reached over and touched her shoulder. The car will be here to take us to our hotel in an hour. We're staying at the Claremont. They cleared it out last week. Some of the rooms are off limits, but the structure is sound. You always wanted to stay there. They had even joked, during the early weeks of the Rising, about abandoning their comfortable encampment to take back the grand old resort hotel. It had been Stacy who eventually rejected the idea, saying, No one wants to wait out the end of the world in the Overlook Hotel. She'd always been a fan of popular literature, and it was hard to get much more popular than Stephen King. Leave me here, Stacy said. 
Her voice was thin from disuse. It still sent a wave of relief washing over Michael. She was listening. She might be doing a poor job of responding, but at least she was listening. I can help them find the bodies. Stacy. Michael left his hand resting on his wife's shoulder. He needed the contact more than she did, he suspected. Stacy, the bodies aren't here anymore. He's not here. His body was removed weeks ago, remember? They took him away while your trial was going on. They wanted to see if your accounting of what had happened had been accurate. It hadn't been, of course. As soon as the apocalypse was not over exactly, but no longer occupying the entire world, Stacy had fallen apart and started calling herself a murderer. She had killed her son, according to...